The following contest is a first round match in the Kings of Consoles tournament to determine the greatest game in the history of the Nintendo Entertainment System. Two games enter, only one can advance. Introducing first, the 85th Seed, a 1987 platformer from Broderbund, No Runner. And its opponent, the 44th Seed, a 1990 arcade puzzle port from Atari, Clacks! Your ringside judges are Ricky Geraldo and Pat Dooley. There's nothing left to say, but round one, fight! Welcome to episode 15 of Kings of Consoles. This is the podcast where we try to determine the best game for each home video game console, the only way we know how, through a massive tournament. I'm Pat Dooley. And I'm Ricky Giraldo. And this week, we are taking a look at the number 44 seed in our 100-game tournament, Clax, as it takes on number 85, Load Runner. Uh, as always, these seeds are determined by IGN's list of the 100 greatest games of all time, because uh, we couldn't be bothered to do our own list. Uh, last week, uh, we saw Little Samson beat Faxanadu to advance to a second round matchup with Adventure Island. And today, we are going to find out who will take on Zelda 2 The Adventure of Link in round two. Uh, as always, we start with the underdog, which in this case is number 85, Load Runner, uh, which is a platformer first published by Broderbund in 1983 for home computers. Ported to the Famicom in Japan in 1984, Famicom being the family computer, the precursor to the NES, and then it came out for the NES in the States in 1987. Uh, the player character collects gold while avoiding guards, then climbs to the next level. There are 150 levels. Uh, the player can really only dig holes in the floor uh, to reverse traps or trap guards, uh, but you can also be trapped in them yourself. There have been 40 load runner games across basically every platform mobile device and even a board game that came out in 1986 had you ever played load runner knew anything about it no not at all <laughs> yeah somehow this 40 game franchise completely uh missed me <laughs> i i had never heard of this before uh, i saw it in the the article on ign and put it in the bracket like yeah this was this was weird um I games. What? <laughs> yeah. Um I am just going to come right out and say this early. I really did not like Load Runner. This yeah. was this <laughs> one's way down on the list for me. Not quite like kicks level, not quite like snake rattle and roll level, not quite like ice hockey level, but it's down there with the like Ring Kings and Crystalluses and Skater Die 2s and Russian Attacks. Like, this just... I I did not have fun with this. And a lot of that I blame on the... Hit detection is a generous word for a game like this. Yeah. But that's kind of my biggest gripe with it. 
is is basically what you can do is like you're basically you're being stalked by ninjas while you run around trying to collect gold and you can press your b button to dig a hole to your left or the a button to dig a hole to your right if you fall in the hole the hole will seal up and you will die if a bad guy falls in the hole you can walk across him but also bad guys can walk across bad guys that are in holes but also, bad guys can climb out of holes, which is not something you can do. Also, if a bad guy is too close to you when you dig the hole, the hole automatically seals up and they walk across and they kill you. <laughs> it was really, in case you can't tell from my tone, really frustrating. Like, ice climber level frustrating. Uh, at least for me, I don't know, you may have had an entirely different experience with it. No, I thought I, I was very frustrating. I kind of liked a little bit of the mechanics, like the digging and stuff, or like making the wall disappear. But, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, there were, in later levels, I liked some of the puzzles. Like there's somewhere like the gold is completely buried and you have to dig down to it. Yeah. So you have to figure out how to, because you have to like dig across because you can't dig straight down more than one level you have to basically like stair step your way down and so like trying to figure out what angle you need to come in to be able to dig and not get yourself trapped those puzzles were kind of fun but just kind of the general like in a perfect world if once you trapped a ninja in the hole and the hole filled up and they died they were gone and they didn't respawn at the top of the level i think i probably would have enjoyed this more but it just I don't know, it was like a Sisyphean task, just like keep pushing that boulder up the hill. Like they just never stop. And it was just really hard. I made a note that it felt to me like Dig Dug if Dig Dug had suffered a massive head trauma. (laughs) Um, Yeah, this game was definitely one of those games where I was like, how is this on a list? Because I I feel like it was flawed. I feel like there were some things that were broken in the game, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it really, this, yeah, I I think that's a a great way of putting it. This just did not feel like one of the hundred greatest games for this console. And I mean, when you look at some of the games that it's ranked higher than that we've already talked about, like, I mean, it's the number 85. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd put it ahead of Ice Hockey. I'd put it ahead of Russian Attack. I wouldn't put it ahead of Astyanax. I wouldn't put it ahead of Mega Man 4. I would it's on the same level for me as Skater Die 2. Um, Guardian Legend, I'd put ahead of it. We've, I mean, we've played several games ranked lower that I would put higher than this, personally. One thing I did, I also made kind of a snarky note that I feel like conservationists should hire these ninjas because they can prevent holes being dug. Like, you know, as long as you have ninjas close, you can't, you know, dig to, you know, like where they're like digging up for the wall and digging up, uh, you know, burial sites for or whatever. Like you, you just put a ninja there, then they start to dig the hole, but then it automatically fills in and you're OK. I, I have I don't have that much to say because I thought this game was pretty basic. And like you said, it's just some of the buttons, some of the things felt very cheap. Mm hmm. Cheap is a really good word for it. Yeah. It just, it, it, yeah. And it, it didn't have memorable music. It didn't have, I don't know. 
don't know. No. It's yeah, it's 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 pretty meh. Um, and we were joking last week. You had you almost played a Roadrunner game instead of Load Runner. Like, I would I would rather have played a Roadrunner game. Maybe that Roadrunner game belongs in the top hundred. Maybe <laughs> we should try I, it. Just for like just, just to try it. I still think that when we finish this tournament in you know eighty four weeks, we should make our own top one hundred list uh, from the games that we played, but also stuff that got left out because I feel like we can probably find several that belong yeah. on this list ahead of stuff that did make it. Definitely should Load try that. being one of them. Um, so Load Runner is up against Clax, which is a nineteen ninety puzzle game from Atari. Uh, it's ported from an arcade game of the same name. Uh, the object of Clax is to catch colored blocks tumbling down a machine and arrange them in colored rows and patterns to make them disappear. Uh, it was originally published as a coin-op follow-up to Tetris, uh, which Atari was in a legal dispute over at the time. Uh, I believe with Tengen was the company that they were uh, feuding with. Um, not NES-related, but the port for the Atari 2600 was the last game ever released for the Atari 2600. Wow. Uh, I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah. Clax, this is one of those games that I actually have really strong memories about, but not the NES version. Okay. Uh, it was ported to several consoles, one of them being uh, Genesis. We had, I, I think I've talked on this show before about Sega Channel, um, which right. was like a streaming service you could get through your cable company where you could play, you know, basically download Sega games every month. Uh, and Clax was on that pretty frequently. And that was another one of those games that I used to watch my mom play a lot. Uh, like when we were talking about Lolo back in episode one, Clax was another one of her favorites uh, for Genesis. I, we never played the NES version, but I just, I have really, you know, kind of strong sense memories. Like as soon as I saw that, you know, it's the nineties and there's time for, it's like, Oh yeah, yeah. that's right. I'm, you know. I wrote that. That was like, wow, what a statement. <laughs> like, it's and it's, but like that was a new thing. It was 1990 when this game came out. So it's like, hey, check it out, guys! It's the 90s. It's time for a hot new puzzle game. Forget about Tetris. That's that's old. We don't have the legal <laughs> rights to that. Play our new colorful game with music. With music, <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> um, I'm gonna play it underneath here. We were having some technical difficulties earlier when we were trying to both listen to it at the same time. So I'm just gonna layer it in. When I played Clax this time, there's an option to basically put the background music on shuffle because uh, there's, I think, f six different themes you can have playing or just sound effects. And one of the songs, again, I guess going, yeah, let me make this comparison first and then I'll flash back again. Um, it sounded like something out of uh, Trent Reznor from Nine Inch Nails's Nightmares. Like it's like this grinding industrial wrestling fans if you remember Owen Hart's theme when he joined the Nation of Domination it was kind of like that but not as catchy um, in the town where my parents grew up uh, Jeffersonville, Indiana 
when we would go and visit my grandparents. There used to be this factory downtown. I don't remember what it was originally, but by the time we went when I was a kid, the factory had closed down and it had been turned into a haunted house called Industrial Nightmare. That was what, like, the big logo on the side said, Industrial Nightmare. And as a kid, Industrial Nightmare scared the crap out of me. Even though I never (laughs) went in, just the building itself scared me. But as soon as this song came on Clax, the first two words that came immediately to mind were Industrial Nightmare. Oh, no. So, like... PTSD came all over again. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah, it's, um... That being said... I kind of enjoyed Clax. Um, it's it's not my favorite game that we've played by any stretch of the imagination. And it might just be that I'm comparing it to Load Runner, which I really did not like. But I had a good time playing Clax. It's a little repetitive. Um, it's The controls are a little mushy sometimes. Like sometimes you'll kind of overslide where you're trying to get, um, which is frustrating. And you'll drop something on top of something you didn't want to cover up. But, no, I, I I enjoyed this one. Yeah, see, I'm opposite, man. I did not like this one. Really? I, I feel like, and I know this is going to be crazy, but I had a better time with Roadrunner than the, not Roadrunner, sorry, uh, <laughs> the other runner. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I didn't know really what to do. Huh. I think that's why I didn't know how to play the game. Uh, yeah, and I think I, I wonder if that would have been my experience as well. If I if if this was like kicks and we just had no idea what I was doing from the start, but because I had a grasp on the controls, yeah, uh, yeah, I wonder. Yeah, I felt like it was like that would make a massive difference on this. It took me so long to finally like, oh, okay, this is how you play the game. Yeah, I understand now. But oh, wow, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> interesting okay yeah so that's my take i just didn't have fun with it oh that's <laughs> wild but yeah that makes total sense um all right so interesting this i mean, no decisions yet but we'll we'll get there but it sounds like we might have our first disagreement uh, in which case we will actually use the audience vote to break the tie uh, but first let's uh compare our high scores uh on Load Runner, I made it to level six, and my high score was fifty three hundred. Um, Load Runner, I made it to stage ten. Whoa! <laughs> yeah. All right. Like I said, I thought this game was pretty easy. I thought, I don't know, I don't know, like things just clicked. But wow. I found it easy, but at the same time, I was like. I'm getting hit by stupid stuff. Like, uh-huh. I'm getting, like, I'm getting cheated out. So I felt like I could have definitely been higher. Wow. Huh. Yeah. Right. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, so how about Clax? How far did you make it on Clax? I just made it to wave three. <laughs> oh, I made it to 14. <laughs> oh. <Okay>. So, <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. So we remain tied. Uh, 12 wins each with six ties. 14, dude. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and I probably would have made it farther, except when well, you didn't even make it this far. But there were there are parts where it's, I think, the like level 6, level 11, like every fifth level, if you can get an X shape, 
it warps you ahead. What? But I wasn't able to do that. So I think I wasted a lot of time on 6 and 11 trying to get an X before finally giving up and just playing it regular. Um, I probably would have made it farther than 14 if I hadn't been trying to be fancy. That's crazy. Yeah, no, I I had a hard time with this game. I don't know. <laughs> I get it. Here. Well, all right. So, yeah, I guess now at, at this point it's time to decide what is going to move on to face Zelda 2 The Adventure of Link uh, in round two. Uh, that's the number 21 seed. Uh, will it be 44 Clax or 85 Loadrunner? I'm going with Clax. Yeah, I'm going to go with Loadrunner on this one. Wow. All right. And for the first time in 15 episodes, we now have to go to the internet vote as a tiebreaker, which in this case, with 100% of our online vote, Loadrunner advances to round two. Oh, man. Which is now our seventh consecutive upset uh, in the tournament, Loadrunner and, knocking out Clax. So it's Loadrunner against Zelda 2 in round two. And now Pat has to play a game he hated again. I do. <laughs> but maybe now that I know kind of what I'm doing, because I had, you know, kind of sounds like your early Clax experience of not knowing what I was doing. Right. It took me a while to figure out like, oh, I I can walk over them when they're in these holes. Like, oh, I shouldn't dig down if there's no place for me to go because I will die. Maybe now that I kind of get how the game works, I'll enjoy it more. But also, I kind of suspect not. Uh, but we'll <laughs> see when we get to that point. So, yeah, Loadrunner. Um, next week... Um, we are going to be, we're moving off of our games that have the word, have the letter X in them, um, because we have used up all of those for the first round. Uh, but continuing with the K's, I guess, I didn't really have a plan for these next two episodes as to the order they came in. Uh, but we're going from Clax to the number 35, I'm sorry, Loadrunner, to number 35, Star Tropics, taking on number 94, Kickle Cubicle. Uh, so that'll be a fun one. Um, I, at least I think it'll be a fun one. I've played both these games, and uh, I have some thoughts. Um, <laughs> Ricky and I haven't discussed that yet, uh, but we will. We'll, we'll see that one next week. Uh, as always, you can go on our challenge page, which is challenge.com slash kings of consoles, C-H-A-L-L-O-N-G-E. Um, you can follow along with the bracket there. Uh, the... The day that the new episodes drop, I always update with the previous week's results. So today, uh, if you're listening to this on the day that it dropped, Little Samson has now moved into the second round. Next week, Loadrunner will do the same. And then the following week, either Star Tropics or Kickle Cubicle. Uh, so you can follow along basically a week behind on Challenge. Uh, you can also donate to the show at coffee.com, ko-fi.com slash kings of consoles. But also, we totally understand that in the current climate, there are much better ways to spend your money, but much better things to donate to. So uh, do not in any way feel obligated to contribute to our show uh, because your money could be better spent elsewhere. We just want coffees, man. We do want coffee. Like, I'm not going to lie. I don't even drink coffee, but I, you know, it's it's nice when people get you things. Hey, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) pretty much. Or a sweet tea at McDonald's. Something. Yeah, yeah. Just you know, go from the medium to the large fry. There you That's, go. You know, get the crunch wrap combo instead of just the 
the crunch wrap. Um, (laughs) You can get the, you know, get two Zinger Mountain Melts, get one to go and put it in the fridge. Um, You can join the discussion with us, you know, these games, last week's games, next week's games, whatever you want to talk about, facebook.com slash kings of consoles, uh, Twitter and Instagram, we're at kings of consoles. Uh, I, on Twitter, am at LoopyDate, L-O-O-P-Y-D-A-T-E. And I'm at Ricky4518. All right. And uh, like I said, next week is Star Tropics and Kickle Cubicle. Play old games, and we'll talk to you next week. We'll see you guys later. Kings of Consoles is recorded in Nashville and Orlando and is produced and edited by me, Eddie. Thanks to Captain Portal for our theme song, the intro for a non-existent video game, which can be found at freemusicarchive.com. And the music and sound effects for this week's games can be found by the Click Club Search. The opinions expressed in this and every episode are our own, and we are in no way sponsored by or affiliated.